it's beneficial, we need it, we want to include saturated fat, unsaturated fat, it's all going to play that vital role in supporting an ADHD brain. So let's eat it. Anyway, I really appreciate all of you for listening. I'm going to head off for dinner right now. Um, Hello, I love you. Hello. I care about you. You want to say hi, Sloan? Yeah. Hello, <laughs> That's Sloaney. Hey, what's going on, beautiful people? This is Ryan Turner, your registered dietitian, always here to fuel you. And several times a week, I'm delivering impactful five-minute shorts and amazing guest stories as we explore that intersection between satisfaction, satiety, and biological needs. It's all to help you control and overcome binge eating, improve performance, and support your body composition goals. But hey, remember, if it's working for you, your health, your mindset, and your definition of success, no one deserves to tell you different. You do you. Fuel you. All right, we had to round this out. This wasn't exactly on the docket, but we're bringing it in because I had to round out the other macronutrient here. So if you've already tuned in, you've listened to my episode on carbohydrates and also protein, the benefits of them and why they're going to be great for the ADHD brain and really for anyone, go back and check those out. It's a good uh, reintroduction into what they are, good sources of them, and I really think that the overall benefits would be necessary to understand for anyone. I think that would be good. But here in this episode, right, we're going to bring you the role of fat in supporting an, an adult ADHD brain. I think it's just that important. I can't just leave it off because it is that necessary to talk. And specifically, we're going to really relate quickly to things just like um, just like omega-3. I think a lot of us know the benefits or at least that it is beneficial. Maybe we don't know how much, but I want to make sure that here that we're going to hear that in this episode that we're going to explore that um the importance of dietary fat, right? Supporting that uh, for the adult ADHD brain. Um, and uh, as we kind of talk through all that, I want to make sure that we're going to talk about different types of fat in the diet and also um, the specific benefits and specifically talking about things like omega-3 um, for cognitive function. Because if we don't, I think we're just missing <laughs> a huge piece of this, um, of this food train. So we got to make sure we're doing it. Um, I also want to make sure that I'm going to recommend some intake levels, some recommended intake levels for omega-3 fats. I think that's where we get lost sometimes. We just assume if we ate some fish or we just took a supplement that we're definitely good because I think that some recommendations are definitely lower than what we actually see, uh, where we see the benefits. And so let's kind of nail that home. Um, so let's start with just making sure that we know that fat is necessary in the diet and definitely beneficial for um, for anybody's brain. But another vital, vital macronutrient, right? It's gonna play uh, so many uh, important roles in the body. Um, and some of those are gonna be just making sure that um, we know that for an adult ADHD brain or anyone's brain, that making sure that we get enough of it and especially concentrated sources of it, because fat is a concentrated source of energy, that it's gonna help us absorb certain nutrients. Fat's also gonna help us develop certain hormones, growth hormone, testosterone, estrogen, all of those. It's also gonna help us just with flavor. Fat is flavor. We end up getting a lot of our calories in restaurant meals and takeout meals from fat and no fault of the restaurant. That's just how they end up selling their food and making us happy. And I think that's gonna be important to accept instead of fighting against all the time. We just have to know it, right? Um, but let's start by knowing that there is a difference between certain fats. There's saturated fats and there's unsaturated fats. 
And this is going to be something I know that has a lot of discussion around it, but I think just knowing that there's two different different types of dietary fat um, is going to be a good start. And now saturated fats, those commonly are found in animal products um, and some plant-based sources as well, things like coconut oil. Um, and staying away from things just like the cholesterol discussion and things like LDL, it's something here that is more associated with... Um, negative outcomes that most people will end up arguing. You'll also hear very much on the other side of it that saturated fat won't end up causing certain things. I will tell you that the bigger discussion here tends to be around overall cholesterol and how the question of dietary cholesterol, the cholesterol in food, how it affects our blood cholesterol, which doesn't have as much of a correlation as sometimes saturated fat might. But I also believe that sometimes saturated fat is over-demonized. Um, but I still think that there is a role in saturated fat increasing that less beneficial cholesterol in our body. Because even cholesterol in our body is necessary. It's what helps our cells. Um, so we definitely need some. But knowing that we end up wanting to just be um, aware of how much saturated fat we're taking in is important. Now, you'll end up seeing a lot of people say that only 10% of your calories should really end up coming from saturated fat. And it really isn't much. You can get that much saturated fat in one meal, if not at least one and a half to two meals in your day. And so it's good just to be aware of how much is actually coming in. Now, on the other hand, we have the unsaturated fats, and that's going to be found in more of the plant-based things, just like your avocados, your nuts, your seeds, your olive oil. And these can be, or at least have been promised to um, provide cardiovascular benefits, especially when consumed in uh, decent amounts. And so most of the time you'll hear that saturated fat or animal fats, some plant-based sources, that it's the it's the bad fat and that the unsaturated fat is definitely going to be the good fat. And now I just want to make sure that we know that they both can definitely fit in and be just fine. I think some things are given kind of propped up and they're pedestalized a little bit more than others. And I think some things are demonized a little bit more. I think what's more important is that we know that we're definitely taking fat into the diet. No one needs to be eating a high fat diet and really no one should be eating a low fat diet. Low fats diets are really kind of like 20% of your calories or less. Um, and there are certain conditions like familial hyperlipidemia where we would want to be careful with how much saturated fat and overall fat that we're taking in. Um, and so there are going to be some benefits and some things uh, just to take in account when you're kind of choosing which fats to actually take in. Um, but they can be great, they're necessary, and let's eat fat. Um, so let's dive over here more into, I think, more of the beneficial conversation, and that's going to be our omega-3 fats, right? This is going to be what's considered a polyunsaturated fat. And so this is particularly beneficial for the ADHD brain. And so that polyunsaturated fat is an animal fat, right, that omega-3, but it's also going to be um, the look of it on a, uh, on a molecular level is going to be a lot... Um, is just going to be a little bit different than just your regular saturated fat. And so it's going to be found to be, quote unquote, not as bad if you want to think of it like that. But speaking here on this podcast, we are spe we're specifically talking about the ADHD brain and knowing that that omega-3 fat, that polyunsaturated fat from fish, that, e that, uh, that EPA and DHA, it's going to play that crucial role in brain development and function. Um, and so this is where we end up seeing that there are going to be 
many uh, links between omega-3 um, and supplementation or higher doses of them and improve cognitive performance, focus, attention. Um, a lot of this is related to things like dopamine because um, those are related to the uh, performance, focus, and attention here. Um, but these fats we want to know are, pre are predominantly found in fatty fish, uh, salmon, mackerel, sardines. There are more, and they're going to be found even in things like shrimp. They're going to be found in certain other fishes like codfish. But um, in terms of how much and the concentration, we tend to find a lot more in those fattier fish, things like salmon, again, mackerel, sardines. Those can definitely be there. So um, we want to make sure that we're definitely focusing on exactly what is going to be the most beneficial here in terms of getting the fat in that's going to help our brain. Um, so how much of that omega-3 is usually found to be helpful for us? Now that recommended intake of omega-3 for the general population is usually around 250 to 500 milligrams. And that's going to be specifically things that help our brain are EPA and DHA. And the big reason I keep saying EPA and DHA is because there's also another omega-3 fat, which is our ALA, and that comes from our plant sources. But the thing is that those omega-3s, the ALA, those end up not being as bioavailable. You need to eat a lot more of them to actually um, break down and develop into EPA and DHA is how I'm gonna say that. So ALA does not have the brain boosting benefits that usually just that fatty fish uh, omega-3 has, that EPA and the DHA. And so I wanna make sure that we know that for the general population, someone who's not gonna maybe benefit from these higher doses of omega-3, that it's generally recommended that they have about 250 to 500 milligrams. Now, two servings of fish, let's say about four ounces, about like the size of your cell phone, um, if you have a fish fillet like that, a salmon fillet, that's gonna give you maybe around 250 to 300 milligrams. So definitely could be more, a little bit less, but if you end up having that two times a week, you tend to end up hitting that 500 milligrams, that higher end of what you need per week, and that sounds like a great thing. But there is gonna be a lot of research, there's gonna be some research, in fact, um, or some research, um, rather, that's going to suggest that individuals with ADHD that we might benefit from higher doses. And that's typically gonna range from 1,000 to 2,000 milligrams per day. And so now you know you're gonna be eating a lot more fish and that's why supplementation can be that much more beneficial for you. And so you wanna understand where your supplement's coming from, certain sources that are gonna benefit you and it's gonna help you that much more. My family just came home, so we'll say hi to them. Um, but when we think about making sure that we're really getting everything, all those benefits from fat that we can, please remember that we're looking for a variety of them. And so making sure that we don't demonize saturated fat and only look at unsaturated, making sure that we're not just looking at that EPA and DHA, also allowing some of that ALA from our nuts and our seeds. That's all gonna be incredibly helpful, right? So including a variety of healthy fat sources in what you're eating from day to day, it's gonna be essential for the ADHD brain. Right, And I think that we end up looking at uh, some beneficial food sources, including things like fatty fish and salmon and chia seeds, flax seeds, walnuts, avocados, as I list these off. We know that all those things are going to be helpful for us to know that it's going to be um, providing our brain with that much more of a benefit when we eat more of those, right? when we combine those, when we bring more of those in. So we're getting monounsaturated, polyunsaturated, and so all that's going to help. Okay, So look, I'm going to have to run for dinner if you can hear my family right now. But... Um, dietary fat. It's beneficial. We need it. We want to include saturated fat, unsaturated fat. It's all going to play that vital role in supporting an ADHD brain. So let's eat it. Anyway, 
I really appreciate all of you for listening. I'm going to head off for dinner right now. Um, I love you. I care about you. You want to say hi, Sloane? Yeah. Hello. <laughs> That's Sloane. All right, Sloane, let's go eat some pizza. All right. No. Ah, we're going to go make pizza. That's what we're going to do. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. I will talk to you soon. Love and appreciate you. Please share this with a friend, some family member that you care about. Thanks. Bye.